In fact, we start with, let, let's start with Glenda. Let's, let's do that right away. In fact, Glenda Neville is with me, editor of the media online part of the media, uh, news uh, magazine that is the hard copy is the online version. Glenda, good chatting to you once again. Hi. Chef, how are you doing? I'm very good indeed. Right. Good. Right. Let, let's talk about what, what do you want to pick up. There's something about what women editors, interesting one. Tell me about that. Very interesting one. The global rise and fall of women editors. The research was done by Julie Persecchi, who, who's a research fellow at the World Association of Newspapers and the World Editors Forum. And of course, Cheryl and Ayrton, the South African heads up that World Editors Forum. Anyway, Julie's research has shown that you know, far more women making gains in, in newspapers around the world. In fact, um, we're going back. Uh, South Africa in particular, we, we, we've also slipped a couple of percentage points over the last couple of years in terms of the number of women editors and women in, in top management positions in newspapers. So it's a bit, of, bit worrying, actually, when, when you think about it. If you look at the New York Times, Joel Abramson and Lamonde's editor, um, both of whom were, were booted out unceremoniously, it's, it's a bit of a worry. Um, uh, it, yeah, something that needs to be looked at and that perhaps news and news media organizations need to, to look into and see why this is happening and, and put a stop to it. Okay, I think people would be concerned now as a result of what you just said. What, what else do you want to pick up on? Uh, second, our um, fourth bigger story of the week was an international story. Uh, you know, the enormous density ages network of, of agencies, media agencies, put out their ad forecast, their ad spend forecast. Um, optimistic, good news, up 5% this year, year on year, they're saying. Um, they did look into to EA countries, but unfortunately Africa didn't really seem to come up in that research. So what we've done is we've asked Celia Collins from Carrot SA next week to actually go and look at that data for us and report back and see what exactly the situation is, is in for Africa. But worldwide, it, it, it's, um, it's looking good. In the big Western countries, newspaper ad advertising is declining, but in places like India, it's shooting up. So it's, it's quite an interesting global perspective on, on where we are. But of course, you know, when you're looking at the, res at the recession we've gone through for all these years, the fact that the ad market is picking up to the extent kind of is really reaffirming that we, you know, our heads are above the water perhaps again. Okay. Interesting. Why is India shooting up? Do you have any idea? Newspapers in India are growing. Newspapers, in massive number of newspapers in India, and um, obviously being supported by ads. You know, the rest of the world's closing down newspapers, but India's are are increasing. It's something that you know, I actually want to have a look of at course. and perhaps look more deeply and bring in another story on that. But yeah, very interesting, the rise there. And Nick Dawes uh, involved as yes. editor of the Hindustan Times. That's another whole debate completely, right? What, what else you want to pick up on? Then the third story is much more local. Um, as everybody knows, the South African Press Association has been going through some tough times. Um, you know, a lot of its members pulled out, which had a major impact on the funding of the organization. Quite a few people expressed interest. There was international mm. interest, but, you know, we didn't want it to go out. But it looks like quite an elegant solution has happened, is that all the people who are interested, including Sekunjalo, um, Moletsi Mabeki's KMMR Publishing, um, Gallo Images, it looks like they're going to form a whole new group and revive SARPA, not just revive it, it's going to have to be deconstructed, um, because as you know, it's a Section 21 company, so at the moment it can't really be sold. And they're going to have to turn it into a commercial entity and then look at an Africa-wide platform. So I think that's a very exciting news. Um, I think it's about time. I think SARPA, you know, it's a fantastic organization, but it does need to leap forward. And uh, it looks like this, it's going to happen. And the new chairman, of course, is Manette Ferreira, the, 
one of the driving forces in Media 24. So that's a really good positive story. Okay, that's, that's absolutely great, yeah. Right, you've got maybe two more quickly, right? Two more, okay. The, the second top one was actually a bit of a late runner because, in fact, the story was published in the media magazine in June when Peter Cost mourned that the editor runs an Afrikaans-themed edition. Mm. And it was a story about um, personal niche blogs in, in Afrikaans written by Rian Krobler. And my goodness, it's some, somehow somebody just picked it up this week and the story went absolutely ballistic <laughs> for these months. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was looking at, you know, things really funny blogs. What are the worst 18 fashion faux pas in South Africa? And there's some fascinating, com, which is kind of a young, um, um, for young guys and young people, as I say, to describe between folk of car kind of um, market. But a huge thing. And then manure.tsia, which apparently has 60,000 unique browsers a month. And these are all very niche marketed Afrikaans blocks on everything from from sex to to clothes to fashion to goodness knows what. And a, a, a quite an interesting kind of media subculture going on there. Mm. All right. And the, and the last one? Last one was a piece by Chris Murdoch. Um, it's a bit of a play on words. Will the SABC soap opera last another generation? We're also looking at, you know, which is one of the biggest media stories that's still going on, about, which is Generations, um, which we now know has been put on hold until December. But what Chris is saying is saying, you know, this might be a big story now, but, you know, TV itself is, is under threat. <laughs> in 10 years' time, are we going to be watching TV in the way we're doing now when you look at it? I've got a teenager who doesn't watch TV. She watches YouTube. She, mm, mm, she mm. watches all sorts of things, you know. So while this is a big story now, the bigger story, in fact, is, is how television is going to survive in the next 10 years or so. Is it going to be in the same format that we're watching it now, which seems pretty, pretty doubtful if you look at the way things are going with Netflix, Times Media has just launched that VD streaming. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's going yeah. to... Um, well, there's concern, and, and if you're not... Uh you know, adapt uh, who knows what may happen to you. Let's leave it at that. Thanks so much for your time. Most appreciated. We'll chat again. Glenda, well, tweet those stories to me, okay? Glenda Neville, editor of the Media Online. 